While the economy is growing at a slower than expected pace and the Treasurer is optimistically hopeful that inflation might have peaked, it's unlikely to stop the Reserve Bank lifting interest rates again when it meets next week. And it seems more and more households are feeling that impact. The latest hardship survey from the NAB shows four in ten Australians are experiencing some form of financial difficulty. Ross McEwen is the bank's CEO and he joins me in the studio. Ross McEwen, welcome. Good morning, Patricia. Your latest survey shows four in ten people are experiencing financial difficulty and one in three identified money as a significant form of stress. Can households afford another rate rise? Well, you're quite right on the uh, the stats. We're now starting to see that households are starting to feel the pressure of not just uh, interest rates going up, but also power bills, uh, the grocery bills, everything's moving up on them with inflation. And that's why the Reserve Bank has to stem the inflation flow that we have at the moment. And the tool they have is interest rate rises. We're still seeing an economy that's going forward, even though it's slower. Uh, and inflation's still a problem. So, yeah, I think we're in for another at least two, possibly three more interest rate rises over the next six months. You've been meeting with the NAB's hardship team. What sort of feedback are you getting from them about the people who either are struggling or are going to struggle with coming rate hikes? Uh, the, f- the first thing is that when uh, people ring our hardship team or email in, within 90 days, 90% of them are back actually in a good in good shape. So my first uh, thing for all of your listeners is mm. if you're having difficulty, make the call or get online early. Don't leave it too long. There are things that the NAB team can do to help. And it's their NAB assist. It's, it's named accordingly. It's not NAB recoveries or NAB something strange. It's NAB assist. It's there to assist. Make the call early. But we are finding that people can make the adjustments. There are things we can do to help them to get them back on their feet. But please make the call early. And people are starting to adjust. We're seeing that in our surveys. They're starting to not do certain things to make sure that the basics are done in life. And uh, I think a lot of families are getting back to some pretty basic things. Are they still able to meet their repayments? The vast majority of them are. Are some not being able to get meet their repayments? A very, very small number. Is We're, that going to grow? I, I think over the next probably six to 12 months, we will see growth. Um, but most of our customers are well in advance of their payments on their mortgage. We haven't seen credit card debt grow, which is also a good sign. But look, with interest rates going up, it's inevitable that more people will have some difficulty. And what are your estimations around how bad it could get or how many it could be? Well, it depends on how many rate rises we get. Um, at this stage, we don't see a major problem because cust- our customers are in good shape. But can I just go back to the point, Patricia? Please call early. Don't leave it too long. And if you do get a call from us, i.e. something's going wrong, uh, could you make sure you ring back uh, and get in touch with us or at least email us so we know that we, we've got in touch. Have some not been calling back? The worst, thing is, when, the worst thing is when customers avoid getting the letter, they throw it in the bin, they don't make contact, uh, probably the worst action they could take. We'd just rather talk to them. Okay. And why do you think that's happening? Do we know? Oh, look, it's fear. There's a lot of concern going on, as the survey shows, that people uh, get into a situation where they bury their heads, they hope it'll go away. Uh, these things don't go away because it won't be just us they're having difficulties with. It's probably the power account as well as some of the other uh, utility bills. So make the call early, please. Okay. Does the government need to be doing more, in your view, to drive down inflation? Are we putting too much weight on the RBA? Well, there is a lot of weight on the RBA, and uh, the RBA has sort of one tool that is around... It's a blunt tool. It's a pretty blunt 
blood tool. It's the tool they have to play with. Uh, and there are lots of other things in the economy that actually fuel inflation. Uh, lots of spending by a government can fuel inflation, just keeps it moving. Keeps... Do you think there's too much spending in the economy right now? Well, that's one of the things that they can look at is where do they put their money? And they put their money into things that don't create inflation but get the economy in better shape for the future. Uh, you know, some good infrastructure projects that, that are happening today, can we keep some of those going that add to productivity for Australia as well? And we look, we're in a very lucky position being in Australia. We've got a, uh, a, a commodities boom going on with all of our minerals and the food that's grown in Australia going offshore in absolute demand because of the devastations up in Ukraine. Uh, so we're in a great position, but it is creating inflation and that needs to be stemmed. Do you think the government could be doing more then? No, look, at this stage, I think we've got to be careful how much we expect our government to do. Uh, there are some things that we need to be doing to get ourselves back into shape as individuals. Uh, businesses need to play their part uh, in making sure that we're not pushing inflation into the marketplace as well. So it's sort of really a Team Australia activity. Mm. Why did the NAB decide to increase the base variable rate, 0.2 of a percent, for new borrowers with deposits of 20% or less before next week's RBA meeting? Why have you preempted the outcome? Yeah. I think it shows that the rates aren't always related to the RBA. The RBA is one factor that we've we put into our rates. Uh, secondly, the other thing that affects how we spend, you know, where we put our rates is uh, the risk profile of customers. The third one is around where we have to get borrowing or where we borrow to actually put into the lending. And about 20% of what we lend out is borrowed from the wholesale investors. And their expectations have gone up on price as well, just as somebody looking for a term deposit or a, or a savings account uh, uh, wholesale investors are expecting more returns. But aren't these customers that you've just put the rates up for uh, the customers most vulnerable to <clears throat> rate hikes? Well, first off, they're new customers, so they're, they're, people can shop, or shop around and try and find a better rate than those ones. Uh, they're not existing customers, they, so that they can make the choice as to whether they want that rate or from somewhere else. Uh, and that was quite specific around customers have choice. It's not as though they're on the rate today and it's moved. Uh, that is a new proposition of customers with less than 20%. That's the price of the money at the moment, unfortunately. Will you put that rate up for, for customers again if the RBA lifts rates when it meets next week, as it's widely expected to? Uh, likely to, because the cost of that money will have gone up at the same time. And on the other side of the balance sheet, we're moving deposit rates. I think we've moved our deposit term deposit rates about 50, 50 times since the rates have been moving. And again, they move quite independently of, of home loan rates based around how much money do we need to fund our, uh, our lending book. The big four banks are making record profits at a time when a lot of Australians are struggling to make ends meet. Uh, this is something that you know the public is quite frustrated by. They see your record profits and, as you say, they're getting letters that they're throwing out because they're so stressed. Yeah. No, it is a, it's a trying time in the sense of interest rates going up for the first time in 11 years. Actually, banks do get an advantage of that. But that advantage, in my mind, will be limited very short term because it's going to be competed out by uh, with competition. And we're already starting to see the competition in deposit, savings rates, term deposit rates stepping up dramatically. Uh, and we're going to have to uh, compete in that market if we want those deposits. So it's going to, in my mind, within six months, it'll be competed out. 
and we'll, uh, we'll find it more difficult on what we call the difference between what we borrow at and what we lend at is getting squeezed again. Why aren't the interest rates for saving accounts increasing at the same rate? You say they've been gone up 50 times, but the same rate as mortgage rates. Well, p- particularly they have. If you have a look at what a term deposit was getting probably two years ago, it was 0.25 or 0.1. Now it's uh, you get a, a 4% for one year. That's about the same rate that mm. home loans have gone up. And the same with savings accounts. You're getting a savings account at 375 to 4%. Those were at about 0.1 if you were getting anything on it. So there is a spread that's, uh, that's pushed out on the other side as well. Again, a very competitive marketplace. Can I say to people, have a good look around, get yourself a good competitive rate. And uh, I think that's what customers are starting to do, which is good. Real wages are falling pretty significantly, yet corporate profits are the highest they've been since the start of the pandemic. Are corporate profits pushing up inflation? No, look, it depends what happens with those corporate profits. Most of those corporate profits end up back in the hands of shareholders or in super funds because uh, the super funds are the big holders of some of these companies, including our own. Uh, so it helps with the super fund uh, returns, which is pretty much all Australians are at a super fund now, so I think that's helpful. And it also depends what the organisation does with their, that money. Do they put it back into the economy and invest it back into, for us, it's technology development, uh, it's a whole raft of things that we're investing in to make ourselves a better bank. But yeah, look, it, it, it's it's probably putting money back into the economy which people spend. But just say saying the same thing about term deposits. Okay, but so so you can concede the point that yeah. that has been made by the union movement that it it could be fueling inflation. Well, it actually feeds money. Anything that feeds money into an economy uh, has a chance of uh, fueling. So you're um, saying it makes inflation. economic sense what they're saying. Yeah, but it's along with a lot of other things. Yeah. Do you expect that the surge in corporate profits we saw in the December quarter will drive a push for higher wages? Uh, look, it, it, there's certainly a, a, a sharing of, uh, if you're making those great profits, where's our share of that? Um, and I think that's a fair ask. Uh, you know, at the end of last year, we moved 5% for our for our colleagues. Uh, and it was it's a, it's a fair ask to say, where's our share of this? Mm. But I think one of the things that Australia needs to get back to is, where do we find the productivity? So it's a, not a one-off increase. We get the productivity so we can keep sharing this in this great country of Australia. And we happen to be in one of the luckiest positions because of the resources that we have to actually create greater productivity here in this country and, and everyone can share are in it. Are you confident we're going to avoid a recession? I actually still am confident we're going to avoid a recession uh, this year, yes. But it's going to get. It's going to feel as though things have got. I think it already tighter. does for a lot of people. It does. Mm. It's, it's starting to feel like it's got harder, and it has because interest rates have gone up, prices have gone up. It's hard, and people are going to have to make adjustments. And the problem we have every time an interest rate goes up, people then adjust to that, and then it goes again. And I think what needs to happen, we need to get to the top of the cycle reasonably quickly, so people can then adjust. And I think that's what they're struggling with. Um, you mentioned superannuation before. I must ask you then, because there's, a, you know, the elephant in the room, the big policy change this week that was announced. Do you think it's a reasonable change? I think, actually, I think it was. Three million's a lot of money uh, to have in a super fund. And, uh, you know, I'm sure I'll put myself out there and people will say he should never have said that. But I think three million's a lot of money. And at 4% return on that, I'm pretty sure after tax somebody could live on 120000 It's not a bad sum of money. Okay, so it's... I think it's, it's a move that probably needed to be made. That's interesting. 
that's not the view of some. Some think that actually uh, because it's not indexed, for instance, more and more Australians will be caught up in it in the future. Do you think that's an issue? Well, I think you know that's something the government could look at. Should they be indexing from that point of view, indexing around inflation or the likes? I think they need to consider that. But let's consider, it's no, it didn't affect 99.5% of Australians. It affected a small group of people who had a huge amount of money in those funds. I'm sure they'll find other things to do with it. So that's just a reality of where we are. It, we're all going to have to play our part to get this economy back into shape, get the debt down to the country. That's what we're all going to have to so play. So you think that's a reasonable change? Do you think they should be looking at more changes in that sort of... Well, I haven't gone into that yeah. space at all. It's just I'm responding to this week's this week's change, uh, Patricia. And that's you know, it's it's come out. I I think we just have to take it and move on. There's lots of decisions we don't like, um, but you know, yeah. we get a chance every three odd years to, to to make our decisions at that point. Just finally, uh, new workplace data from the NAB shows the Great Resignation is continuing. How so, given the economy is slowing? You would have thought people are feeling a little more nervous, but it's continuing. Uh, it certainly continued at the end of last year. Last quarter, I think it was about 8% of people went to another job, probably for more money because of the pressures we've been talking about, Patricia. Uh, we haven't, we've actually seen that resignation level slowing down at the moment, uh, which is probably a number of factors for, from our perspective. But uh, I think people started to realise, you know, if I needed some more money, maybe I have to move if my employer's not looking after me. So I think that's what we saw at the end of last year, but we're certainly seeing a slowdown at the moment of resignation. I must ask you before I let you go, in the past five years, there have been there has been a 30% drop in the number of bank branches in Australia, with the closure rate even faster in remote and very remote areas. How many more NAB branches are slated to close? Well, we haven't got a number, but it, you, what you're seeing is um, less usage. And you talk about 30% reduction in branches, but the actual, what we call over-the-counter transactions have fallen by much greater than that. So customers are finding different ways of doing things. 94% of all of our transactions are electronic today. Now, that was a complete reversal of 20 probably years ago. So you're seeing a big shift in how customers respond. We're still the largest branch network in uh, rural Australia, and we believe we'll continue to be that way, but we're making changes where our customers aren't walking in the door. And for many of the things they walk in the door for, they could do it at an ATM, or we have a contract with the Australian Post, 3,500 branches that take the money, give the money, uh, both at a business and at a personal level. So we're trying to keep all of that connected in the rural communities. But I understand the the huge emotion around it that mm. when a branch goes closed down, there's another piece of that rural community that gets disconnected. Ross McEwen, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Patricia. That's the NAB CEO, Ross McEwen. You're listening to ABC RM Breakfast. It's easier than ever to hear your favourite local and national ABC radio stations live and on demand on the ABC Listen app.